seven stars. I know the works. You have the reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up and strengthen what remains and is about to die, for I have not found your works complete in the sight of my God. Remember, then, what you received and heard. Keep it and repent. If you will not wake up, I will come like a thief, and you will not know at what hour I will come against you. Yet, you still you have still a few days in Sardis, people who have not soiled their garments, and they will walk with me in white, for they are worthy. The one who conquers will be clothed thus in white garments, and I will never blot his name out of the book of life. I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. When I was a kid, our family took a vacation to California once, and while we were there, we went to this church called the Crystal Cathedral. Uh, when it was built, it was the largest glass building in the world, 10,000 panes of glass, specially built to withstand an 8.0 earthquake. It seated 3,000 people for multiple services on Sundays. The pastor hosted a national TV program, and when we went there, we saw their Easter production. It included live donkeys, lambs, goats, peacocks, a camel, and even a tiger. It was quite impressive. Five years ago, that same church filed for bankruptcy and sold their building. Churches rise and churches fall. Sometimes churches begin with great energy and vigor, and sometimes churches decline and eventually collapse. But very often there's a period of time in the middle when a church appears to be lively and active on the outside, but on the inside it's falling apart. That this letter is written to. Verse 1 says they have a reputation or a name of being alive, but in reality they were dead. There was an appearance of vitality and activity and a reality of complacency and compromise. Tonight we're looking at Jesus' words to this church that looked very impressive on the outside, but on the inside it was dying. So you can want to look at this letter in two parts. Two major parts. First, the warning that Jesus gives in verses 2 and 3. And second, the promise that he extends in verses 4 and 5. So first, the warning uh, that Jesus gives in verses 2 and 3. Now, a little bit of background. The city of Sardis had an impressive history. Uh, in the 6th century B.C., it was one of the most powerful cities in the ancient world. It was the capital of an ancient uh, and his claim to fame was it was the first city to make gold and silver coins. They mined gold from the river nearby, uh, and they claimed to have invented the process for dyeing gold. The city was also in a powerful location. It was on top of a 1,500-foot cliff. Now, if you look at East Rock that way, that's four times the height of East Rock. And the city was on top of the cliff, but on three sides, and had these very steep cliff sides, and only one side was a way that you could reasonably approach it. And so it was almost impossible to attack um, and conquer. Sometimes people would say, that would be like conquering Sardis, which meant 
That's impossible. I'm sitting also expanded. It has both an upper site and a lower site. It had a theater, a stadium, a temple. It had a great reputation. But by the time this letter was written, Sardis had gone to some decline. There was a magnificent temple, columns, 60 feet high, that's about as high as the ceiling. Built in the ancient world. It had been destroyed and it was only half rebuilt and it was never fully rebuilt. Standing in the middle of the city, half rebuilt. 1817, uh, there was a catastrophic earthquake. Much of the city was destroyed and the city was rebuilt only with help uh, five years of the national relief funds from the Roman Emperor. But it never achieved its former glory. It never got back to its glorious past. And Jesus is saying to the church of the city, he's saying, beware, because the same thing that happened to your city can also happen to your church. He gives a strong warning. There's five things. We've done verse 2 and 3. He says, five commands, imperatives. Wake up. Strengthen what remains. Remember. Keep. Repent. It's an urgent message. Sort of like a fire alarm. It's not pleasant to hear. Imminent danger. Immediate response required. Wake up. Jesus is saying it's possible to have an impressive appearance. Glorious history. An awesome building. All kinds of exciting stuff going on. Even think about our own church. Trinity has a glorious history. We have a pretty cool story. You can read it on our website. Fifteen years ago, the church was about to close. There were 20 or 30 people. Right? Some people come because they've been going to church will prevent them from having to deal with 
Right. 